it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis and Nick Verzellini. Good afternoon and welcome in to this December 21st edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons. A family-owned, full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. Spencer and Nick, happy to have you with us. Colin, I once again was in this morning for Rob, so he's at home taking a nap as we got EPAC basketball tonight. Uh, Musselman hosting Sharando. Uh, I'll be on the call with Colin, but uh, Nick, last night uh, Hedgesville was in action, and we had that for you on Talk Radio WR and R and TV 10, and they uh, completely dominated New Life Christian Academy. Yeah, and again, it's tough to get a read on New Life Christian Academy, uh, but I think it's clear, obviously, that Hedgesville is a much better team. Uh, so it wasn't necessarily a huge challenge for the Eagles, but I think that they still did a lot of impressive things throughout the ball game. The ball movement, to me, was really at the top, especially for this point in the season. It looked like the guys were really in sync. You had Chris... Christian Bolduc lead the way with 16 points. You got 11 out of Ruess, 13 out of Elijah King, 9 out of Stefan Barclay. So you had a lot of different guys uh, contributing to this win, and uh, you were able to get everybody in the ball game, which is always good, especially on a night where you don't have a JV game. So I think for Hedgesville is a game that you would expect them to win big, and they did. But not only that, I thought that they were just – you know, really impressive and consistent throughout the game. So good win for Hedgesville, but I don't know how much you put in terms of stock into the win. And yeah, if, I mean, it's hard to tell because New Life did come in at 4-0. and Yeah, but who were they playing? Yeah. You know, and obviously they weren't, you know, a same level type of team to Hedgesville. So it's a 5-0 and start for the Eagles. They're going to get some big challenges down in Florida. I think it's the perfect time to go yeah. and make a big trip like that. Uh, where maybe if you are feeling like really cocky or confident, you can kind of get humbled a little bit before you get into EPAC play and play some really good teams down there. And uh, we'll see how Hedgesville handles things, but it will be a a tough challenge, but also it's a good fun trip early in the year uh, to build some chemistry as well, and they're going to do some cool things down there. So uh, we'll see how – but I think definitely Hedgesville looks like a team. I mean, with all – they're starting five, and then you have Cook and – Wilmer off the bench, you could probably start uh, for a lot of different teams. Well, they started last year a good bit. They started last year at times, and then you also throw in Pitsnoggle, who's a player with a lot of potential. Yeah, I mean, it's just growing there from his dad, who obviously played at West Virginia, so he's got it in the bloodline. Yeah, so, I mean, they have talent, and they have a lot of guys. I mean, Xavier Kirk's on the team as well, and you know we see what he does on the football field. So, I mean, being like the – what seventh guy eighth guy off the bench yeah i mean and he's only i think a sophomore he's right? only a sophomore but i mean that's you know you see his <laughs> athleticism yeah and, and what he can do on the football field and to have him as like your eighth guy is uh pretty impressive and uh last night stefan barkley had a nice dunk you want to play that nick i got it at the bottom of the v-mix i will pull it up yeah give All me right. one second having some issues <laughs> <laughs> no right there. I see it. All right. 
as Ruess kind of forces the turnover. Barclay's got the steal all by himself. He'll go up for the two-handed slam dunk, and it's 55. And that was Barclay's dunk. Nick on the call last night. It was a, that was a fun game to uh, see finally because we hadn't got to see, he see Hedgesville and hear from head coach Kelly Church that, uh, you know, they got a lot of players and they got a lot of those players in and they did a lot of good things throughout the entire game. Yeah, and, and a guy that didn't even go off, but like Cam Wilkes gets six points. I mean, you have that three main scorers there and King, Wilkes, and, and Bullduke so far on the year who are all averaging in double figures. But you had Ruest and Barkley that compliment them. Ruest had a pretty good night last night. Yeah, he had 11 points, probably had about seven, eight rebounds. So he had a really good game, maybe even a double-double. Uh, so it's definitely a very talented team. They don't have that true post presence, which is probably the only thing they're lacking, uh, which may hold them back from winning a state championship. But I think they're definitely a team that can make it to states and make a run. Uh, but again, it's coming out of a very tough region here. I mean, you got Spring Mills and Jefferson who can match up. I don't know if they have the depth, though. I don't think they have, you know, eight, nine guys that you would necessarily be super afraid of. We know Spring Mills doesn't. I mean, they're only going to go six deep. So yeah. I don't know about Jefferson, but I think it's it's pretty tough. It's still a tough conference, and I think there's going to be some good matchups as we get into play. But Hedgesville might be the most talented team in terms of an entire roster but that doesn't necessarily mean that they would run away with this thing because i would think spring mills and jefferson are right there with their starting fives at least yeah definitely and uh tonight as i said we'll have epac basketball we'll get into that a little bit later martinsburg last yesterday down at the panther classic in myrtle beach they got an 80 to 77 victory over franklin county out of tennessee so they get in the win column they're now two and one one and one at the tournament they finish out the tournament this afternoon i believe at 330 once again against orangeburg wilkinson out of south carolina and uh, these teams seem to have you they seem to play pretty tight ball games so far I mean, it was yeah. a 12 point loss in game one but uh they you know they won 80 to 77 in game two yeah it seems like martinsburg's getting some good competition some good uh games early in the year against good programs so martinsburg's really the team that we don't know where to put them in yeah. the epac because we just like we said yesterday on the show they don't really return a whole lot but they got a lot of different new faces uh and they're playing pretty well so i mean i think there's some excitement there and, and i don't want to con- completely you know throw martinsburg out the window and say that they're not going to make a run to the state tournament um you know them yeah. as much so it's hard to get a read because we don't again know that much about the teams they're playing but i knew that keenan school was pretty good and lose but by 12 to them i think is a solid outing and then uh they're playing some good teams right now so Munsburg's looking decent i am uh excited to see how they look when we get to see them against epac schools and, and teams that we're more familiar with but it's definitely a good start to the year with a young team that's trying to gel right now early in the year yeah, definitely, and uh, we'll get into them. We'll, we'll broadcast, obviously, the Skip Fowler Memorial Classic. That is the 29th and 30th. Jefferson will be there as well, so we'll have those 
two games each night. Uh, but later on today, there's some girls basketball action. Musselman at Sharando in girls and Martinsburg at James Wood in girls. So both teams from the Panhandle going down there to the Winchester area to take on some girls action. And then obviously Sharando coming up to take on Musselman, which we'll is have for you on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10. 7 p.m. pregame, 7.30 tip-off. I'll be on the call with Colin. But, uh, you know, obviously for Musselman, boys, they're trying to get in – the win column for the first time this year we saw their 70 to 43 loss to Greenbrier East on TV 10 and uh, they played Hurricane pretty well 71 63 and then they lost to St. Albans by 244 to 42 so some closer games comparative to that first game yeah they've been competitive and Sharando comes in three and four uh, have some decent wins there so I think it's a winnable game though tonight I wouldn't count out the Appleman completely I think they are playing at home should be a good crowd with it being close to Christmas time uh, a lot of the students probably don't have that much going on so should be a pretty good uh, crowd tonight and with Musselman playing at home and also playing competitive down in the southern part of the state I think they have a chance to um, pull off a win tonight get in the win column and uh, get ready for a very good Elkins team that they'll yeah. play tomorrow so it's back to back here for Musselman um, but I would say this is a winnable game. Um, Sharando's a good team. They're not, you know, they're a solid team. I don't think they're going to blow them out, though. I think it will be competitive. So, chance for a win for Musselman tonight, and uh, looking forward to it. Hopefully, they can get in the win column. That, hopefully, they can. That'll do it for this first segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford. Revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online to deliver to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more on the side of this break. Signing day was today. I was out at the at Martinsburg High School this morning. Catch up with Cam Shallis. He signed as a preferred walk-on with the Mountaineers. We'll hear from him after this two-minute break. You're tuning in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are, and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire. Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Freddy, when you need justice. 
At the Berkeley County Health Department, our motto is prevent, promote, protect. Since 1935, our mission has been to provide clinical and environmental services to protect the health of the general public. We're committed to building public health in our community by offering a wide range of services, including blood pressure screening, breast and cervical screening, family planning, counseling, lab testing, and more. We perform health inspections to make sure the restaurants you visit are clean, and we prepare and coordinate plans to respond to all hazards. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court, Martinsburg. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer and Nick hanging out with you. Colin uh, getting some rest right now, filled in for Rob this morning. But uh, today is, I guess, National Signing Day Part 1, Nick, you call it? The early signing window. Yes. And uh, one player. And if there are any other players in the Eastern Panel that have signed early today, uh, just let us know. Reach out on Twitter at WRNR underscore sports mix. Or on Facebook, comment as well. We'll figure that out. Just uh, saw the one that I was notified about, and I went to that this morning. As Cam Shallis signed from Martinsburg, the linebacker signed its preferred walk-on offer to play at West Virginia. And for Cam, playing at West Virginia is just a huge thing for him. Uh, It's kind of a family thing going to West Virginia, and I was able to catch up with him earlier today. And, uh, you know, the day for him finally came, Nick. Yeah, definitely exciting. It's your favorite play. Yeah, I mean it's awesome. This is the stuff I'm dreaming about. Play I mean, it. Playing college football, it's always been a dream of mine ever since. Ever since I started playing football, I uh, I wanted uh, I wanted my play on the field and my academics to to make to pave a way for me to go do something great in the future, not just with football but in life in general. Um, and I feel like West Virginia is going to give me the best step to do that. And for him, obviously. Um, his play on the field this year showed that he can go play at a division one level and you know he wasn't the leading tackler for the bulldogs that was rashad uh reed because he was up front there but he's the last two years he's been a captain for this team and uh you know he leaves behind a lot here at martinsburg and nick you want to play cut six Last year, the huge goal was getting on the getting on the um, the ward uh, wall over there. I, I did that, and um, and and the next step was always here. And I, I'm so excited to be up there. I get to get to walk by, slap my face every once in a while when I come in here after uh, uh, being reunited. So it's it's great stuff. I'm super excited. And for those not watching on TV 10, there's a wall in the doghouse, the uh, field house there at Martinsburg. With all the pictures of all the former Bulldogs that are playing in college, and he'll finally get to come in and see his name and picture there next year, Nick. Yeah, that's cool. And, uh, you know, he's had a uh, great career at Martinsburg. So looking forward to seeing what he can do and joining teammate Hudson Clement as well. Yeah, he'll join Hudson Clement. But his dad, uh, Kip Shallis, he was able to be coached by his dad not only at Martinsburg for four years. Uh, but also during his peewee and youth leagues. And uh, here's Cam on being able to be coached by his dad. His role's been huge. I mean, he's the one that, he's the one that got me started in football. He's the one that, uh, that sparked the interest. And, and um, ever since, ever since I've, I, I can remember, he's been coaching football or basketball, but mainly football. I mean, going down there, he used to coach at Briarwoods High School. And being at Briarwoods and getting to see all these different great athletes that are going to all these great colleges and, and great people in general, um, just 
by them every day and seeing their work ethic. It's, it's really inspired me to do the best I can. And then just him giving me, tell, showing me the way, telling me what needs to be done, and giving me a blueprint. I'm a big blueprint guy. I like, I like, I like goals and I like standards that I got to stand by. And um, and he set those for me, and I, I've I've done my best to achieve them. And and that's that's how we got here today. So his his role's been huge, and I'm so thankful for it. And obviously, you meant he mentioned there his dad was able to coach at Briarwoods in, in Northern Virginia. That's a big school for high school football. Uh, they won back to back, or he, they made it to three state championships. Um, under a guy that played for the Ravens, Nick, and played at Penn State currently, I believe, is the third string slash backup right now in Arizona in Trace McSorley. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of talent that came out of where his dad coached. So his dad knows, uh, you know, coaching and coaching great players. And I believe, if I remember talking to his dad correctly, uh, Coach Chalice, that uh, he's kind of the liaison that helps with, uh, you know, signing and college commitments and all that because of all the coaches that he knows. And, uh, you know, we were able to catch up with Coach Chalice. And uh, he talked about being able to coach uh, Cam for this time at Martinsburg and during uh, the Pee Wee Leagues? Uh, very special. Um, you know, I've coached him and a lot of these guys since they were youth, you know, second grade. So to be able to uh, to coach all these kids, and including Cam, and see him grow up um, together and then finish their high school career together was is really special. Um, at a special place. Martinsburg's been great. Family atmosphere and um I'm fortunate to to have to coach Cam and as well as as all these other kids that are, are like my sons to me. So you know, seeing them all grow up together and be able to coach them all together, it's just, it's it's a special a special group um, to be included with that. And then we were able, I was able to catch up with Coach Sherman, and uh, here's what he thought about you know Cam being able to go to where he wants to go and play football and. The big thing about about Cam Chalice is that he, although he's going on a preferred walk-on role, or Nick, uh, that he's got academic scholarships, so he doesn't have to worry about that burden for his family, but also just the fact that he's going to be able to go and join former high school teammate uh, Hudson Clement. Here's Coach uh, Sherman. Well, it's special. Um, Cam's a special kid. We've known known Cam since he was a kid, um, being friends with with Kip and, and Julie, and um, you know. Being able to decide early and take that weight off of him uh, with the recruiting process was really good for him. And, you know, it's just really good for him to be able to, to go up and join a former teammate. You know, there's been years we've had, you know, a couple of kids on the, on the roster at WU, but it's not been the case here recently. So now having him and Hudson both up there together, great kids, great players. Um, you know, I think a lot of people, especially in this area, really, really like the Mountaineers and, and will follow them even more now with a couple of Bulldogs on the team that was coach sherman talking about uh cam chalice going to west virginia signing as a preferred walk-on his offer today um and joining hudson clement who's up there as a receiver and i believe won a scout team of the year uh offensive player award this as the offseason hit for the mountaineers the mountaineers also signed a quite a few more players nick so far yeah, as it's early signing day, and another West Virginian tight end, Noah uh, Bram, who we saw when uh, University took on Spring Mills. Yeah, definitely uh, had a good recruiting day, and we'll see. Uh, you know, hopefully one day you'll get to see Cam and and Hudson playing on the Mountaineers, but it's it's definitely you know tough as a preferred walk on. Uh, but that is good that he has those academic scholarships. So. Uh, you know he's he's getting to live out his dream, which is pretty cool. 
uh, playing at West Virginia, playing in Division One college football. Um, and you know, with Hudson earning that scout team player of the year, that could potentially earn him some some playing time on special teams or something like that in the future. So, um, you know, it's tough as a walk-on. It's definitely not an easy job, but uh, those guys are hardworking kids, and it's just nice to see that they're getting to live out their dream of playing at that level. And uh, hopefully, again, like I said, that they can earn some playing time. But even if you don't, you know, it's it's cool to say that you got to play at WVU and, uh, you know, have those memories after high school. Yeah, they are looking at they've signed 19 to scholarships. And that doesn't include Cam, who's a preferred walk-on. And I believe all these rules make it so they can't necessarily say on their side that he's signed a preferred walk-on offer. It's really weird with the rules, that the the way that you can announce who you've signed and who you haven't. I believe you can only announce the ones you've signed with a scholarship. Yeah, I'm not A football scholarship. It's really weird. I remember learning about that at Marshall saying, well, I saw this guy on Twitter. And then good old Jason Corey was like, we can't talk about it. But he is supposed to come here and that's all he would tell me uh but uh you know congratulations to cam shouse we've known since he committed back on september 8th but uh you know talking to him you know some more stuff that you'll hear in a package later on and before the end of the week is that uh you know he there was a shot that that maybe things didn't work out just because of the way things were going at west virginia but he, you know, his main point of contact was Neil Brown, the head coach, and and he, you know, Cam said he's really a people person, and that, uh, you know, he's kind of the the faith has been there that uh, he'll be able to go down to West Virginia and hopefully get some playing time. Yeah, and I mean it's an opportunity, and um, you know, Cam's a smart kid, like I said, so having those academics always helps. Um, he's a good football player. Uh, you know, we've seen him make a ton of plays. If anything, that could have potentially hurt is, in a weird way, Rashad Reed having so many tackles. Yeah. Uh, took away from what Cam Shouse did at linebacker because Reed was at D-line, so he was already getting through the line and making all those plays that he normally would have made last year. So, you know, sometimes having good teammates cannot be to your benefit, but – um, it also does help having a guy like that on your defense because then it takes the pressure off of you and also could open up some different opportunities. So uh, he'll definitely be a big piece that they'll have to replace. I mean, captain of the defense. Um, so they'll have to figure out some things there. Linebacker next year for Martinsburg. And then for WVU, I, I think he's a guy that could eventually earn some playing time on special teams or something like that. And uh, we'll see how things work out for Cam Shiles, but certainly rooting for him and Hudson. Hudson, And uh, hopefully their careers uh, continue and they find success and and enjoy uh, their time up there at WVU. And even if you don't get on the field, it's like I said before, it's always a cool thing to say and be a part of um, playing at that high of a level. Yeah. It definitely is, and once again, congrats to Cam. And if anybody else in the Panhandle has signed early, uh, just let us know. Comments on Facebook. Also, you can hit us WRNR underscore Sports Mix. We'll get that out there. Uh, former West Virginia quarterback JT Daniels has announced where he's transferring for his fourth stop. That is Rice, Nick. Yeah, and uh, Rice has had some talented offenses over the years, so we'll see if uh, JT Daniels can have success there. But, I mean, in terms of 
why he's continuing and, and going to Rice. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's really going to be that exciting at Rice uh, because at the very most they can win Conference USA. But, I mean, good for him, I guess. And uh, we've seen some former Mountaineer quarterbacks transfer down to CUSA a few times now. So yeah, that, that's really important for West Virginia. they got to find a quarterback that can bring them some consistency. I don't think Daniels was the reason why they – only won five games necessarily at times like he didn't lose them a lot of games early in the year the defense was kind of due to that but then as the year went on it seemed like he kind of struggled so uh moving forward West Virginia's got to get more consistency out of the quarterback position if they want to be successful yeah and uh for JT Daniels obviously interesting that he's it's kind of crazy just that he's gone to four now going to have gone to four colleges and played football at all four colleges. And probably be the starting quarterback at all four colleges. So it's crazy to me. That's, that's kind so of just how college football is nowadays. Yeah. North Carolina's quarterback is getting offered $5 million to transfer to schools or something ridiculous. What? So it's like, yeah, you didn't hear about this. I did not. Yeah, it was breaking yesterday that wow. May was being offered $5 million to come somewhere. I can't remember what it is. And it's that like, is that's ridiculous i mean it's not college football anymore at that point no it's professional football i mean it's called college football for a reason you're a student and an athlete you're not just an athlete apparently not not anymore i don't know they're buying players look look at this you're getting five million dollars but even if you're not so if you're not a first round pick you're not making five million dollars in the nfl so they're all these people he's not even that good all these people are paying there, I, I don't know if it's because I'm assuming it's NIL, right? Yeah, I mean they're not. So just saying, where does this money dollars. come from? Do these donations are these write offs from know, people? Man. Are they tax write offs? Like how does this even work? It's not good for the game. Somebody explained to me the econo- economic situation of a, of an NIL with the current climate of America. Because if they're, I mean, I did see at some point. I think what uh, J T Daniels. When he entered the portal, it came out when he was – because I guess he was close to signing with maybe Arizona or Arizona State. Somebody out there in the Pac-12, I believe, uh, at, before he signed with West Virginia, and he wanted a four-bedroom house, a personal chef, and $500,000 in NIL deals. Who do you think he is, Tom Brady? I don't know, but I'm like, how? I just don't understand this climate of college sports right now. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's great necessarily. I I understand the whole NIL thing with yes, to an extent. Obviously, college athletes don't get you know anything for their likeness, and these schools are making billions of dollars off of them. So I can understand that. But I mean, when you start talking millions of dollars for a college quarterback it, it's just i mean that's a lot of money and that's more money than some nfl players are making so it's it's getting crazy and i don't know what the future holds for college football if it's even going to exist i mean who knows if we might have like a minor league college system or football system yeah i mean who, who knows how that's going to shake out but uh the Arch manning has officially now the aff- yeah. affiliate of the Miami Dolphins. I don't know. Arch Manning has officially signed his uh, n- national letter of intent, NLI, which I always confuse NIL and NLI all the time. It's because you're bad with letters. 
<laughs> but Arch Manning has signed the number two prospect in the ESPN 300 sides with Texas officially, so he'll be going there next year. Expect him to probably be their starter. He chose Texas over Georgia, Alabama, LSU, Clemson, and Virginia. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it months ago. Yeah. It was an interesting choice, but Texas, I mean, they have seem to be getting better maybe and going to the SEC, so... It's a great get for them. We'll see if he uh, lives up to the hype, but it's pretty tough when you obviously have that kind of quarterback legacy in your yeah. family, but also none of them have been bad quarterbacks. I mean, all three of the quarterbacks in the family have had success, and Cooper Manning might have had success if he never got injured So as yeah, a wide receiver. So it's That's a, his dad. Too. It's in his genes, so yeah. we'll see. Oh, we've got some breaking news. We'll hit that on the other side of the break when we talk NFL. But that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by our city's home store. Not just an appliance store any longer. Cabins and designer bedding, outdoor living, and his family owned and operated right here in Martinsburg at 360 Aquas and Way. Go to Orsini's.com for more. Again, on the other side of this break, we'll talk uh, MLB. A weird flip last night in the contract negotiation that we thought was a done deal, but it's not a done deal. Now he's on another team. Talk about that plus NFL news coming up after this two-minute break. You're tuning in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and Duke 10. Should have somehow realized what you gotta do. This is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger. We carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. Are you looking for a full-service web design company right here in the Eastern Panhandle? Then look no further than Pro Design LLC, specializing in web design and development, web hosting, and application development. Pro Design is a locally owned company serving local clients since 1997 with a reputation of quality, creativity, and personal touch. Let Pro Design build or redesign your dream website. Find them online at professionaldesign.com or phone 304-676-9940. The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be. Join us every night to relax and enjoy football or basketball games featuring either the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Shepherd University Rams, or West Virginia Mountaineers. We will have steak night every Wednesday, trip nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. You can find us on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. If you're in an accident, the first thing that you have to do is call 911. You have to get medical care immediately. The next thing you need to do is call us. When you hire us at the Skinner Law Firm, what we do is we are going to investigate your case. We're going to lay out the options that you have, all at no cost to you. We will use all of our resources and all of our experience to get you what you deserve. That's what we mean by treating you like family. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer and Nick, happy to have you with us. Colin taking a nap right now as he was in for Rob this morning. And, uh, yeah, 
We're uh, going to talk some NFL news. Uh, but first, we'll talk MLB news, Colin. Or Nick, I don't know why I keep calling you Colin. You just wish Colin was here. I'm just so used to having the three of us. It's just weird. Uh, but we see a flip signing last night. Kind of like signing day, right? Right. I get, yeah. I Where you get a flip, but this time it's uh, Carlos Correa, who was slated to uh, really be introduced by the Giants last night. And then... I don't know what happened because I read that there was something with this physical. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Something about a physical. So, but then it's really confusing because then he goes and this turn of events happens where he signs with the New York Mets on a twelve-year, three hundred fifteen million dollar deal. Yeah, that's less. Does that work out to less? He signed a third. He agreed to a thirteen million dollar or thirteen-year, three hundred fifty million dollar deal. That's is that less per year? What is that? Carry the one. I'm not sure. But I know it's still a lot of money, and I'm sure he'll be happy with it to go and play for the Mets. But uh, how about the Mets, man? I mean, they got Verlander now. Uh, I mean, they lose. They lost one. They lost to Grom. Yeah. But you get Verlander, not a bad consolation prize. And then you add Carlos Correa to your offense. So a team that won 100 games last year, uh, you know, getting – not necessarily a downgrade completely with Verlander. He can usually stay more healthy than DeGrom has stayed. And then really uh, an upgrade to your offense and Carlos Correa. Um, they're going all in. And we'll see if the Mets can win it all under Buck Showalter, who has been known <laughs> to not be able to win it all. I mean, that's kind of – I like Showalter, so I, I wouldn't mind seeing the Mets winning a World Series if the Orioles aren't going to win it, which isn't going to happen next year. So, um you know, I mean, I think that they're in a good position right now, and it's definitely a weird sequence. But if you're a Giants fan, I feel bad for you because you thought you had Aaron Judge for yeah. a few minutes there, and then we found out that that was not even no, it's Arson Judge. Yeah, Arson Judge, <laughs> who sounds better than Aaron Judge. And then you had a chance for Correa, and it seemed like that was definitely a done deal. Like yeah, I mean, he was literally going to be introduced. They had his physical, and I would be interested to see. I haven't read all this information because it came out late last night, and then uh, had to go to the signing and get ready some of that video. But I'd be, I got to do a deeper dive in this. Maybe we can talk more about this tomorrow with Colin when he gets back. Uh, but. Uh, so, according to ESPN, the specific nature of the Giants' concerns with the Correa, with Correa is unclear. But with a deal as long and as lucrative as the one to which he had agreed, any team approaches a physical with greater rigor. As for the Mets, every team has different thresholds for giving a thumbs up on players' medicals. Uh, but after the events of the past 24 hours, it's extremely unlikely. It's extremely unlikely that Correa would come to terms with the Mets without the team in indicating that he is expected to pass him on his physical and make the deal official. So, whatever it is, maybe the Giants were just skeptical of it. Yeah, I mean, that seems to be the case. And we've seen this before in baseball, yeah. and we've seen it in other sports as well. Sometimes there's an agreement, but then they get into the physical, and then they're like, eh, I don't know if we want to do this. And sometimes those teams are right for backing off, and sometimes they're wrong. But uh, it's definitely an interesting scenario here with the San Francisco Giants. I mean, they were already discussions like, what are they going to do with Brandon Crawford since he's been their yeah. shortstop for years? Uh, would they move Correa to second or third, or would they move Crawford around the infield? So they don't have to worry about that now. But, I mean, you miss out on a, – a, talented player guy that i thought that that maybe they were taking a risk on anyway since he was approaching 30 but 
was only 28. So, I mean, you compare it to Aaron Judge, it made sense for the 12-year deal. Yeah. 13 there for the Giants. Um, but now, now, obviously, they're missing out. So, we'll see uh, how it works out, if this ends up being a good call for San Francisco or for the Mets, if it's the uh, great steal that they just got here. Yeah. All right, let's move over to some NFL news. Sad news this morning. Hall of Fame running back Franco Harris uh, passes away at the age of 72. Just two days from the, what was that, 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception, and they're doing some kind of in retirement? They're retiring his jersey yeah. on uh, Christmas Saturday. Eve because the Steelers are playing the Raiders, which, of course, they played the Raiders on that play. Yeah. So it's uh, it's very sad news to hear about this passing just overnight. I mean, not even like necessarily a known reason or cause at this yeah. point for Franco Harris is deaf. who was only 72 years old. It's not like he was extremely old. So uh, just, you know, sad news and uh, great player, great moment in NFL history. And the fact that he was supposed to be honored just a few days from now is really, it's, it's very tragic. Yeah, it is very tragic. Now, what are they going to do with that? And it just, Does this f- it? I mean, I mean, it's kind of a few days after. Obviously, they were trying to turn time it up with, yeah, the, with 50 the, years the 50 and years, stuff. Which is really and, cool to do. You know, it's not like... His jersey was already kind of retired. They just yeah, didn't have Yeah, it was unofficially retired, and nobody was wearing that jersey number. So, it's not like they haven't been honoring him for yeah. the past 50 years or whatever. But it's still very you know sad and unfortunate. So, I feel for the... Steeler fan base and the families involved and yeah rest in peace Franco Harris a true legend yep uh, let's turn our attention stay in the AFC uh, north with the Ravens uh, Devin DuVernay put on the injured reserve list uh, so just so happens a wide receiver gets thrown on waivers gets cut by the Packers Sammy Watkins and they claim him off waivers and he signs in place as DuVernay goes to the IR uh what do we think? What do you think about the signing of Watkins with Duvernay going to the IR? I mean, you didn't really have that many options. Sammy Watkins was with the team last year, so he's familiar with the system. Um, is he going to do much? I kind of doubt it. He really hasn't done much since his first few years in the league. Um, so it's a pickup that makes sense because your wide receivers are really injured and beat up at this point duvernay looks like he's out for the year potentially with this foot injury it did not look good you already have rashad bateman lost for the year yes i mean your your number one receiver is 36 year old deshaun jackson then i mean really it's demarcus robinson i guess but he was cut by the raiders in the preseason uh you got seems like this uh wasn't on a team and you have uh, Watkins, who was just cut by the Packers, James and didn't Prochet? do anything. Yeah, you got James Prochet, sixth round pick. Look, I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make this kind of a joke here. It seems like you got a misfit group of wide receivers. You do, yeah. You're on the on. You're on the island of unwanted wide receivers. <laughs> <laughs> and no, most likely no Lamar Jackson this weekend. Yeah, it doesn't didn't look practice good. He, again. He's seven straight practices, or yeah. whatever they said. Um, I don't. I don't know that he goes on. Are they playing think. Saturday? No, no, they're playing Sunday. Yeah, they're not playing Saturday. But I still don't, I don't think, think he gonna, goes. No. If he hasn't practiced yet? I mean, he's got, what, two days to they practice? They said one to three weeks. So, I mean, this is the third week, so it makes sense that he would maybe not be able to play. Yeah, that does make sense. Uh, 
speaking of quarterback situation, uh, after <laughs> falling or after uh, what is it falling in such a way that you have before in Matt Ryan being benched once again. Oh, they're going back to Ellinger? No. No. I didn't hear about this. They're going to start Nick Foles. This Why? just came out in the middle of the show about 25 minutes ago. The Colts are making another quarterback change. Once again, benching starter Matt Ryan ahead of Monday night's game against the Chargers. Coach Jeff Saturday said today, it's unclear what the future holds for the 37-year-old Ryan who signed through, this, through next year and is guaranteed $12 million of his $29 million salary for 2023. Uh, he completed 19 to 33 passes for 182 yards and one touchdown in the uh, largest comeback for the Vikings in NFL history. Uh, Foles began the season as Ryan's backup, but Sam Ellinger eventually took over that spot and became the starter after Ryan suffered a shoulder separation before week eight. Ellinger 0-2 in his starts. Ryan returned to the starting role, obviously, um, until Saturday. And now... Uh, We'll see how things well, go. I mean, this is like a desperation move, I guess, for Jeff Saturday. Maybe he's just trying to see what he's got through all three quarterbacks. But we know what Nick Foles is at this point. Like, he, he's not much. I think with Matt Ryan, I mean, he hasn't really played great this year, 14 touchdowns to 13 picks. But I feel like he still gives you the best chance to win if you're trying to win games. But, I mean, obviously yeah. the Colts aren't really – Trying to, I don't know what they're trying to do. They're just kind of who knows there. what they're trying to do. They're definitely not going to make the playoffs. So, to me, if you're going to bench him, you're going to bench him for the young guy in Ellinger that maybe has a little bit of potential, but you really didn't see much in his yeah. two starts. So, it, it's definitely. I mean, I guess maybe Foles can give you a spark, but Nick Foles, I don't think is going to do anything for them. So, it, it's just kind of a weird thing, and I don't know. The Colts are going to suck, so it doesn't really matter whoever they throw out there quarterback. <laughs> uh some media news here uh nfl sunday ticket which has been on direct tv since 1994 uh they've had an eight-year contract that runs out at the end of the season they paid played paid 1.5 billion dollars per year uh apple was in this thing you're gonna see the apple tv nfl sunday ticket and randomly I don't know what happened. Apple pulled out. Amazon pulled out. ESPN has pulled out of this deal. And now YouTube TV has emerged as the favorite to land NFL Sunday ticket package for the out-of-market games. Uh, But the sides have yet to finalize a deal, according to multiple reports. Wall Street Journal was the first to report that YouTube TV, which is owned by Google, was the front-runner for the package. Um, Viewers pay around $300 a season for this package. But is this kind of a thing anymore? The NFL Plus, like, why don't they just try to put it on their own platform? Are they just trying to get money here? Yeah, I, I think that's probably just the a case money that they're trying to get even more money because I, I would presume they still get some of the profit that they get for the ticket for whatever person they sell it to. So, yeah. like, YouTube TV, there's probably a little bit of the fraction of the product, you know, being given to the NFL as well. So... Because they could just put it on NFL Plus. NFL Plus right now is pretty much worthless. Yeah. I mean, you just get the local games on your phone. You and really then you get for? some local. You can listen you to every game on the content. radio. Content. I don't know what their content is. They get special shows. Apparently, Ian Rappaport has special content. Oh, great. On That's what I don't know. More Ian Rappaport in my life. <laughs> but for like four bucks, like, what do you really want? I yeah. Guess. So. <laughs> Uh, they'd obviously jack up the pricing if they ended up putting Sunday Ticket on there. 
So I don't know. I, I thought that's what they were going to do. I thought that was kind of the point. Yeah, I, I thought, thought that was too. And then I saw Apple was in it, and then Apple decided they don't think it's lucrative enough for them, and YouTube TV pulls in, and you know I think it could be an interesting thing, but I, I don't know. I mean, as a YouTube TV person here, obviously I don't need it because we're in the market for the Commanders, the, my favorite team. Though you could potentially use it, Nick, as a Ravens guy, because the Ravens games aren't always on. It's true. I've been using my dad's Sunday ticket <laughs> app for games that when the Ravens aren't on. So there you go. I don't know, man. It'll be interesting to see. But hey, if you goes. have DirecTV just for the Sunday ticket, like my dad does, you might be moving on. Yeah, bye bye. I know Rob has had done that before. Rob was telling us that he had done that in the past. And that he was he's already moved on from from it because it's not worth it for him. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix brought to you in part by Parsons Ford. Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. They became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more on the other side of this break. We'll wrap things up on this edition of the Sports Mix. The Wizards finally get a win last night. We'll talk about that after this two-minute break. You're tuning the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10 back in two minutes. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Has she been naughty? And has she been nice? That's a dilemma, my friend. What do you do? Santa actually checks his list twice to find out who's naughty and nice. The point we may have been missing is that naughty and nice is a good thing. I'm Lori from Bechtel Jewelers. If she's been naughty and nice, get in here. Let her know that her behavior has not gone unnoticed, not by Santa and not by you. Bechtel Jewelers, Rattle on the South Inwood. Something nice for the woman who is that and If you or someone you know suffers from the disease of addiction, help is available from the Berkeley County Quick Response Team with peer recovery coaches and support promptly to the homes of those who've recently experienced an overdose. This collective effort towards recovery brings resources and services to the community, including naloxone and treatment options. Call 304-267-1313 or visit the Berkeley County Recovery Resource Center, 400 West Stevens Street, Martinsburg. The Berkeley County Quick Response Team is funded through a DHHR grant with the Berkeley Morgan County Health Department. Ollie's VIP Northside is the best spot to catch all your favorite teams. Join us Monday for Dollar Wings and Monday Night Football. Thursdays on the patio for the Cornhole Tourney. Friday Night Lights with Happy Hour Specials or Saturdays during or after the college games for Steak Night. Get a ribeye or New York Steak for just $26.95. Ollie's has great food and drink menus too along with 17 TVs to watch any game of your choice from anywhere at the bar or their outdoor patio and fire pit. So stop by and see for yourself today at 36 Veronica Drive in Martinsburg. That's Ollie's VIP Northside. We'll see you for the game. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and E10. Second free throw is good. 113, 107, 2.7 to go into Landry Shamit. He will now launch a shot from the left wing, yeah. score, but that's it. It doesn't matter. Get the bus ready. The Wizards have a win, and they're getting out of town. 113-110. The Wizards win over the Phoenix Suns, getting out of town without, without that 10-game losing streak.
didn't extend that 10-game losing streak to 11. Dave Johnson, Glenn Consor on the Wizards Radio Network on that highlight call there. The 10-game losing streak comes to an end as the Wizards come back from 10 down in the fourth to defeat the Suns 113-110. They're now 12-20 and on the season. And it uh, wasn't pretty, Nick, but they got out of the, the drought. Yeah, and I kind of jokingly called it. But I also said they had no chance. So, <laughs> yeah, I think that ownership change it made a oh, huge definitely. difference. The Suns were all like, "Who's again?" They Who's worried about pay their paycheck. <laughs> so, look, Wizards went in there. They got to win. Um, maybe they can put something together here toward the middle part of the year and, and get back. Because I mean, the season's not completely over. You are twelve and twenty. Twenty losses is kind of a lot at this point in the year, but. Hey, you never know. Maybe they could fight for some playoff positioning at some point. But, again, what really do the Wizards do from here? I don't know. But, hey, it's always good to not be on a 10-game losing streak at the very least. There you go. KP's hurt. Kuzma played well. Beal's back. Wait, KP's hurt? Yeah, he's hurt now. Or, no, I'm sorry. He was out with an illness. Oh. Non-COVID-related illness. He did hurt his back last week, but he did play over the weekend. That's why I was, like, confused there. Bradley Beal said 16 of his 27 points in the fourth quarter. Kyle Kuzma scored a team-high 29. The Wizards scored 25 off of 14 Suns turnovers, while Phoenix only had nine points off 10 Wizards turnovers. The Wizards go to Utah to take on the Jazz tomorrow night at 9 p.m., uh, but 12 and 20. Finally, you get that one off your back, see what it does. Yeah. Again, I don't have that high of expectations for this team. Oh, but I don't either. But you're able to end the losing streak, which is good to see. Yep, and uh, let's turn over some bowl games uh, as we got a couple minute games last night. Let's see, are they on here? Where'd Eastern Michigan one over San Jose State. There we go. Hold on, I got it right now. It was like 29. 41-27 to 27 in the famous yeah. Idaho Potato Bowl, Eastern Michigan over San Jose State. And then the RoofClaim.com, Boca Raton Bowl, Toledo wins in a barn burner, folks. 21-19. Uh, one game tonight, 9 p.m., the RL Carriers New Orleans Bowl, Western Kentucky versus South Alabama. South Alabama favored by three and a half in this one, Nick. Yeah, I mean, that's an intriguing game, I think, to an extent. I mean, South Alabama, Western Kentucky, so what more could you want? Former Sun Belt rivals back when WKU was in the Sun Belt. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it should be a game, I guess. I mean, yeah. WKU KU has had a uh, decent team, I think, this year. So, and yeah. we know, I think South Alabama is what, like 10 and 1? So, 10 and 2. 10 and 2. So, it should yeah. be a decent game. Should be a decent game. Uh, the Capitals back in action tomorrow, but again tonight we'll have some EPAC boys hoops action. Uh, part three of four this week for us here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV Ten. Musselman hosting Sharando out of Virginia. Then we'll be back at Musselman tomorrow night as uh, Elkins comes to town for another game. Uh, but uh, it should be a good one tonight, Nick, and uh, Musselman trying to get that uh, first win. Yeah, like I said earlier in the show, I thought there's a chance Musselman could get the win tonight. Um, it's their fourth game now with kind of this young group that hasn't played a whole lot of varsity basketball. So opportunity against a 3-4 and four Strando team to potentially pull off a win should be a good game. Should be a good game. That's a 7 p.m. Sunset Water Services countdown to tip-off, then 7.30 for the tip-off 
I'll be on the call along with Colin McLaughlin. Uh, you'll hear from Nick with hopefully victorious head coach for the Musselman Appleman tonight after the ball game. Don't want to jinx that there, though. <laughs> but that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Uh, thanks to uh, Cam Chalice for uh congrats to him and thanks to him for talking to me this morning along with coach chalice and coach sherman uh if you want to hear that go back to the podcast but i'll also have a feature out by the end of the week on camp chalice signing his preferred walk-on offer uh but that'll do it for nick i'm spencer saying so long you've been tuning in the sports mix on talk radio wrnr martinsburg and tv 10 mm-hmm.